0: Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have two special guests. I have Carrie Bradstreet and Rebecca Shaw from the Hope and Justice Department. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Well, actually, it's Hope and Justice Project. (laughs) But you know what? We are a force. And I thank you, um, ladies, for joining me today. And thank you um, for this... um, seminar, this conference
1: that you're doing, talk
0: to me a little bit today about what what you're planning.
1: Yeah, so there is an upcoming training um, in April, and what what has been apparent for a long time is the disconnect between um, advocates and the work that we do to help women and women's faith community, and that disconnect has been um, on both sides. So it's really important that we can understand each other and understand how for a lot of the women that we serve, faith their faith is very important. It's an important part of their safety plan, and it's an important part of their healing. And so this, this training really is geared, especially for clergy, to explain to them what we do and um, for us to understand what, how, how they help in their belief and to consider all of that and how they can be bridged together in order to best meet the needs of um, women. So your target for this conference would be for
0: uh, lay people within the church, uh, pastors, secretaries, anyone with an interest in uh, what the Hope and Justice uh, Project does and what, um,
1: what they have to offer in the community. Is that correct? Yeah, and even beyond that, um, how they can specifically help women. And how they can um, how they can be advocates them, themselves for the people in their in their church great and what's the date of that um, training It's April 10th
0: and that's going to be right here in Presque Isle yep at the Mark and Emily Turner Memorial Library well we know that as you know this is a faith-based uh, radio broadcast and We know that God does not expect people to stay in abuse. We know that abuse is not acceptable, and the only way to deal with it is to face it head on. Mm -hmm. Carrie, talk to me
2: a little bit about that. Um, Absolutely. It's important that women have the support. Um, You know, when they're deciding, you know, making the plan or deciding to uh, flee, to leave the situation, um, that they're involved in with the domestic violence it's important to have that support system so being able to know that there's people out there that can turn to you know their their faith-based community or they can turn to a hope and justice project their family their friends whatever it be um, that they need to be getting solid information
0: that's right we know that um, power and control is
1: not it's not the plan is it right No. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, pieces in the Bible that are taken out of context to be used against um, a victim or survivor of domestic violence that um, sometimes their abuser will use against them, and telling them that that it's, their, that it's their job to keep the family together and for a long time, and sometimes even now, women are told that it's their cross to bear. and that this is happening in the home and that they and what can they do? To make it better and it's it's not about what the woman has done or hasn't done it's about what what the um, man believes is okay and so faith leaders are saying we want to help we need tools we need tools to help and so that's really what this what this training can can help do. You know, the Bible
0: is clear. My people perish for lack of knowledge. And we do need to come together. um, We need to link arms. And we need to say, this is not acceptable. This is not right. We're not going to allow it in our community. We're not going to allow it in our state. And we're not going to allow it in our country. Um, God is a God of justice. Um, I did have a pastor once that taught me something that was very uh, instrumental. He taught me not to take his word for everything that I needed to study myself Um, and he was such a humble man that when he taught wrong he came back and he said you know what this is how I understood it but I understand it differently today I taught you wrong Mm -hmm. Um, so I I do believe that um, in the faith community we do need to we need to study ourselves and we need to have our own personal relationship uh, with God I know that God, God's word says in Isaiah 61, 7 through 9, that instead of shame, you'll receive a double portion. And I know women that are abused uh, feel shame and they feel guilt and they Mm -hmm. feel dirty. Um, They don't want to tell. They don't want people to know. So if you have a woman that comes to you and is able to disclose as a pastor, as a a secretary, as anyone... That this is going on, they need to be believed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Talk to me about
1: that, Rebecca. Yeah. So first of all, exact, exactly what you said, where women are going to their to their pastors and they're cleaning up their language and they're saying he's not very nice to me, but really that phrase or a it's a it's a watered down phrase of what's actually happening, and so pastors they're not responding in the way of saying. Uh, can you tell me more about that and they and they really need to explore more about what's going on because it is the reality that people do exactly that is they they disclose things but they do it in a in a lighter way and so if if we can change the culture and give um, everyone these tools to say okay tell me more about what that looks like and what do you mean that he's not nice to you so women can can feel believed that's very important I know, uh, according to reading the word um,
0: again back in Isaiah, it says, God hates robbery and he hates wrongdoing. Um, he, is an, he will reward his people and make an everlasting covenant with them. And he sees it all. God is, the Bible is very clear that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so we know that um, he does not like abuse, and he does not want anyone staying in it. Um, Talk to me about that safety plan, Carrie. Um, We know that some people do um, fear for their life to leave. Talk to me about that.
2: Um, Yes, the safety plan is very important. Um, Whether it's, you know, they're just preparing to leave or they're, you know, taking that step and they are leaving um, to little things just very specific to you know where are you going to go what are you taking with you Um, is important just for day-to-day survival Um, and it may not be day-to-day it may be hour-to-hour so we do a lot of uh, safety planning with the people that we help here at Hope and Justice Project um, basically just for their immediate safety And then once they have fled, um, then we can do more intensive um, safety planning. Rebecca can elaborate a little bit more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the people, they often ask, um, why doesn't she just leave? And really the question that we should be asking is, why does he do that? And... uh, Safety planning is such an important piece of what we do, and a cohesive safety plan that includes faith, if that's, if that's important to, to the woman. It, it includes their support, and that's really important because um, the, the most dangerous time for a woman is when she's in the process of leaving or after she has left. That's when um, the violence escalates because the person is afraid that they're losing control. Uh, that's when the most homicides happen as well. So that safety plan is is we can't we can't stress enough how key that is. You know, I uh, I know
0: women say I, I've said it myself, I've heard others say, Where is my God? Um, where's my God when I'm going through this? Because it doesn't um, it doesn't seem like he's there. Mm-hmm. But he is there. Mm-hmm. And um, I do I do uh, promote meditation and prayer uh, of, this, of the Holy Scriptures, and, but know without a shadow of a doubt that God is not happy about any type of abuse. And I really believe um, that we are, as women, uh, to be valued, to be respected. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about trust It takes a great amount of courage and faith to step out and to tell someone. Mm -hmm. And we talked about believing, and there's a level of trust that needs not to be broken.
1: Talk to me about that, Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, So especially with uh, faith leaders and someone who has the—someone in in their um, church community, if they have the courage to come to you— maintaining that trust by telling that you believe that you believe them and not sharing that information is incredibly important because it is it women are the expert in their own lives and they have the right to share their story with whoever they want to share it with and so that's important that they allow their story to be told because even if if they disclose that and that information gets out even if it's well-meaning, even if it's shared to be well-meaning, um, it can it can have devastating effects on that person's life. That's right. You know, um,
0: women. I really believe that um, God is is raising women up in, in with voice and with uh, power. Um, you know, there is, according to these scriptures, there is. In the spirit, no difference between male and female. Um, This domineering um, power, and I am the king of the castle, has just been wrong teaching, and it's been wrong interpretation, and um, and unfortunately, religion has done that um, to women, and we are seeing we are seeing the flip side of that now we've seen what it's done to society we've seen what it's done to um communities and families and so um i just believe that uh, we are seeing some breakthroughs and um we're going to be uh, trailblazers forerunners pioneers um i like to say we're from the crown of maine to seven continents of the world um that there is a plan and a purpose and a destiny for every woman, every man, every child, every life. And um, we're here today to, to talk about ending this violence. Mm-hmm.
1: Give me some more of those tools that you're talking about. Um, so it's, it's important to know um, that exactly that. To, if, you, if you're getting the message from your faith leaders, that, that doesn't feel safe to you. That feels like that the message is um, you need to stay if you don't want to stay. If if you're if you're getting a message from a faith leader that contradicts what you feel like God is is telling you, um, then then it is important to continue to reach out for yourself. And because there are people who who want to help, there are people who want to help you uh, bridge your faith and your religion and safety and all your beliefs, uh, to bring those together so that women can be as the safest that they can be and that they can live the best life and that they, they can live out what they feel like God's plan is for them.
0: One thing that I've discovered that through those, the reading of the Word, that even if you get on the wrong path, God is a big God, and He can steer you right back and get you right back where you need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think in the faith community, we don't want to make mistakes. We want to make sure we do everything just right, but there's no perfect person. There was only the one, and um, there's no perfect person, but we don't have to worry about making mistakes. Um, We're all going to make them on this journey called Mm -hmm. life. and. God is big enough to redirect and to steer. So I want to break that lie off because that's a lie that I've, I've um, actually prayed with a lot of women, that what if I'm doing the wrong thing? What if? What if? Um, you know, there's a lot of little lies that, uh, that women believe that, how would I ever make it? How will I ever, um, will I be able to buy food? How will I heat my home? everyday um, questions that women would have to face. They'd be losing income, they'd be losing, what about my family? How are they going to respond? How is it going to affect my family? Talk to me about that,
2: Carrie. Uh, There's a lot of what-ifs when you're preparing to leave and planning um, to get out of that situation. And those what-ifs are going to be there no matter what. Um, It's important that you, you know, stay focused and you you start believing you know what you have to do for you and that it's going to be okay um, you reach out to the supports that you have um, you know of course there's always losses um, but the gains that will come in the for after that um, are going to be more rewarding for that
1: and what we see is that um, women do a really incredible job knowing for themselves the risk of staying and the risk of leaving, and for some women, the risk of leaving outweigh the risk of staying, and so they choose to stay. And that they and they choose they choose to do that, and uh, we're here to support them through that as well. And to safety plan, if you if you want to stay, let's let's safety plan, let's let's do this because we know that women are capable uh, if they if they can believe in themselves mm. of knowing what is best for them. You're right. There is
0: women that do stay in situations, and um, they matter, too. Mm-hmm. They um, they may not um, leave their current um, situation. That is very important. I'm glad you touched on that, um, because they, they are valued, and we need to, as a community, um, keep them strong, keep them built up, keep them believing in themselves and... Um, the power that God has imparted to them. Mm -hmm.
1: Because like you had said, you know, those questions of what if, what if I can't buy food, and sometimes that's the reality for women. Sometimes the abuse that they've experienced... Um, has the abu- an abuser is very good at tying their victim into them whether they have a lot of children whether they haven't worked for a very long time and, and that they're used to, to, to a lifestyle that, they, that, that they're worried about being able to maintain and, and there's a lot of real fears for people and um, so it's, it's okay if women choose to stay if that's what's best for them and there's a lot of reasons why women do that and uh, exactly that. Those, those women are just as important to empower and to talk to and to say to say it's okay because they're not doing anything wrong. What needs to stop is the abuse.
0: That's right. Wow. Great. That's, that's, I'm glad you addressed that. I want to uh, ask you again. I want you to give me the dates, the times. How did people sign up for this um, training? Uh, let's get the, the community involved and for listeners that are away how can they uh, get information from your website or is there uh, other
1: uh, avenues where they can get information that could be of help to them yes yeah, so the training in Prescott maine is on april 10th it's from nine thirty to 4 and they can call 207-764-2977 and ask to talk to carrie for more information and for those who are away um, there is the organization that is um, really spearheading this is an organization called Safe Havens, and they can they can look that up online, and they have lots of information about trainings and, and a lot of material too, a lot of reading material uh, for women who um, women of faith who um, need more information and who might who might feel like that they they need they want more resources, and um, and they have it.
0: And
1: that's right through Safe Haven. Yep. Safe
0: Havens. Okay. So Safe Havens Interfaith Partnership Against Domestic Violence. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Great. And, um, Carrie, if it's a local number here, is 207-764-2977? Yes.
2: Yeah, so or they can email me as well um, at Carrie K-A-R-I, at org.
0: Okay. And this um, this training will is for all leaders actually not just in the faith community if
1: somebody isn't of faith they still can attend mm-hmm. is that right mm-hmm. is that yeah if there's a if there's a community member as well who um, who is working with a lot of a lot of the people that they serve they're experiencing violence and they know their faith is important to them and they want to learn how to how to bridge the two Uh, it would be a really good training for them. You know, I love that scripture. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all
0: joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, I love that word joy and peace because you can tell by looking at a woman if she has joy, if she has peace. And that's what we want. That's what God wants Mm -hmm. for his women. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, um, this is his word. And we want to um, come together as community and and destroy those lies. And the Bible is clear: whatever is done in the dark would be brought to the light. And we do want we want light. Mm-hmm. We want what's being done to be brought to the light. Um, so I want to just touch on that a little bit more, Carrie, before we end the broadcast. Sure. Um,
1: we we work every day to not just help victims with their with their safety, but to tell the to tell our communities, to tell the world this is happening. This is why this is happening, and um let's and let's work together to change this and let's leave a better tomorrow for people.
0: That's great. That's great. Well, well again,
2: um that training is April 10th from 9.30 to 4 at the Mark and Emily Turner Library in Prescott, And we hope to see
0: many, many of our community members there. And I would like to take this opportunity um, to, to just spend a, a few moments in prayer. And so I do know that you need to, to, um, to leave for that part of it. But I would like to take this opportunity to add to the end of this broadcast Um, for the women we just celebrated uh, women's day and yes Mm -hmm. um, we know many women across this globe that are caught in human trafficking um, which is not okay Um, we know many women today that are um, being abused it's not okay and so i would like to just end this broadcast with prayer absolutely So, Father, I thank you that this is a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And, Father, I thank you that you are the God of all hope. And you said, Father, in your word in Isaiah, that you would restore to us the years the locusts have eaten. You said, Father, you rebuild those ancient ruins in women's lives. And so, God, we're here today to petition you from the crown of me to seven continents of the world for your women Lord you said we have not because we don't ask God you said God in um, Isaiah thirty eighteen, the Lord longs to be gracious to us and that he will rise us up um, father that you are a God of justice and that um, you hear us when we call father you said that you are a minister of justice, that you show mercy and compassion. Father, you said in Proverbs 29, 7, that the righteous care about justice for the poor, but the wicked have no concern. So, Father, today, we're just here today to declare and decree that your word is yes and amen. I thank you, Father, that you call your women princess. You call your women princesses, Lord, and that you are... Just as you raised Esther up to save a nation, Father, we pray that the Esthers and the Deborah's would rise up today, God. We pray, Father, that you would make a way of escape um, for your women. Lord, you said it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your Spirit. And so today, Lord, we just declare that um, your Spirit is moving. You, you are the God that sees it all, nothing that is done in the dark, That won't be exposed and brought to the light. So we just declare as um, Moses said to Pharaoh, let my people go. And we declare that over our region, over our nation, and to the nations. In Jesus' name, amen.